What is going on, everybody out there in the podcast world? This is Dan with Controversial as Fuck, where we are unprepped, unscripted, unsponsored, and don't give a fuck about your feelings. Lately, there has been talks about this whole cancel culture business. Lots of talk. Lots of people getting canceled, but there's another side to it that it's been irritating the living hell out of me. And we're going to get into that, which is, I'm sorry, culture. And also the whole cancel culture thing. Uh, Now, I'm not going to have a guest today. This is just going to be my little thing. Uh, And uh, we'll see how it goes. So... This is episode number two, and uh, let's get to it. Now, cancel culture, it is large and in charge right now. It's ridiculous. I personally can't stand it. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say that there aren't people out there that don't deserve to, you know, have a smaller platform, Um, but to just get overall canceled over your point of view when you're not out there hurting anybody and and that kind of shit it's just kind of ridiculous you know one of the ones that kind of just hit me recently was Dr. Seuss now granted the books that Dr. Seuss wrote that got pulled from production and and shelves and libraries and stuff like that are books that I've personally never read and I'll be honest I've, I've never heard of them but, you know, you look back to when these things were written. Long, long, long fucking time ago. You know, it was different times. Not saying that they were right times, but they were different times. Now, I am somebody who greatly believes that no matter how wrong something may be in the past, it needs to still exist for you to learn from not necessarily copy but to learn from to show an example of right versus wrong if you're only going to show somebody the right thing to do versus making sure you don't show them the wrong thing to do well, how the hell are they going to know what's wrong they're only going to know what's right you know that's I don't know I feel like that's kind of fucking boring but you got uh the most recent one, I would say, which is Sharon Osborne, who, fuck, she's been beloved for her entire, quote-unquote, career as a talk show host and, and just, you know, being Ozzy Osborne's wife, you know, and, you know, nobody, as far as I know, has ever had a fucking issue with her until she decided to... uh defend her friend, her, you know, very long-time friend, that is Pierce Morgan, for having the opinion he did of Meghan Markle, who, in my opinion, is a total fucking bitch. I'm gonna just come out and say it. She's a fucking bitch. And I'll be honest, I didn't even know she was black until there's another show that I listened to was talking about it. She's black? What is she, like, 4%? I would have never known. You tell me to look at her and, t- and ask me what ethnicity she is, I'm going to say she's majority white with something of Spanish descent or something, you know, whatever it may be. 
Still ethnic, yes, but never would have guessed black. You know, and then with that whole Pierce Morgan thing, it's like... he de He's defending the royal family, which I feel like, you know, he's going to be more accustomed to do, considering where he's from. And... Now, I never, I never actually watched the Oprah interview with Meghan, Meghan Markle and Harry, whatever the hell his name is. I think that was Harry. Shows you how much I know, right? And, but I, I've heard clips and stuff like that, little, little smidgens of parts of it. And I tell you what, man, for somebody who has had so much handed to them, they sure do complain a whole hell of a lot. You know, between the house and money... But then not wanting to be part of the royal family, then getting cut off. It's like, well, what the fuck do you expect? If you don't want to be a part of a family, do you expect to get an inheritance? I wouldn't think so. But I mean, Harry, from his mom, Diana, he got money from her. You know, it's... You know, and, and if you want that money to last, be smart with it, you know? Especially if you don't want to be a part of the rich family anymore. But... We also have, you know, quite a few other people, you know, that have been canceled or attempt to be canceled. Like that country singer. Now this one this one brings up a good one. Now I'm probably gonna bring up a few of these examples again, but in the I'm sorry culture part of it. <clears throat> when I start getting to that part of the conversation. That country singer, Morgan Wallace. When he was talking, well, he was obviously having like a little get together with his buddies. They're all inebriated, clearly. And he tells his buddy to go take care of that pussy ass, you know what? Everybody's heard it. I'm not going to repeat it. Actually, you know what? I am going to repeat it because this is controversial as fuck, and I really don't care. But he said, take care of that pussy ass nigga. Okay, now, I understand that people get hurt over that word. I get it. But if you're going to get as hurt as you do when somebody else says it, then don't fucking say it yourself. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it goes. Now, the biggest reason I just said it, and I really don't care what anybody's argument is against me, why I shouldn't say it, I'm going to tell you why I did because with the amount of times that I've been around black people in my life pretty much every single one of them that I've been able to call friend has all given me the permission I guess I could say to say it around them to them because they know where I come from if I say it I come from the same place they say it to the rest of their fucking black friends and black family so because I've been granted that permission, I'm just going to say it. And I did. <laughs> but if we're going to talk about Morgan Wallace and cancel Morgan Wallace over what he said, let me bring up a little bit of a past story, since that's what we want to call people out on for, is their past. And I mean, obviously with Morgan Wallace, this is his present, but we're also bringing up a lot of people with their past. Now, there is a very popular singer out there by the name of Justin Bieber that well, everybody loves him 
talking about that yummy, 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 yum. I do not own copyrights to that music. <laughs> I don't know if I got to say that or not, but I'm going to. But when Justin Bieber was 14 years old, let's see here. I'm going to look it up. When Justin Bieber was 14 years old, uh, hold on. Let's see. One less lonely and word. But Justin Bieber was 14 years old. He had a little bit of a... Uh, I don't know what you would call it. I don't, would you call it a hiccup? A lack of judgment? Utter stupidity? I don't know. But see, the way I just said that word was without the hard R. It was... You know, the way that fellow black folks embrace each other. Justin Bieber decided to go a different route with how he decided to say it. So I'm going to bring up a little clip here. And we're going to play it. One less lonely nigga. <laughs> One less lonely nigga. One less lonely nigga. There's going to be one less nigga. If I kill you, I'll be part of the KKK. Then there'll be one less lonely nigga. There'll never be one less lonely nigga. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know how many of you out there that listening to this would remember that. But that was uh, the good old Beebs. When, like I said, he was 14 years old. And if you hear and listen closely, you'll hear people laughing and snickering in the background. His friends. You know, why? Because they thought that shit was funny. But see, that right there is a legitimate racist thing to sing, I guess we could say. You know, he's using the hard R. Granted, it was bleep, but if you have a half a fucking brain, you know what he's saying. If I kill you, I'll be part of the KKK. And there'll be one less lonely N-word. Mm. Sounds interesting to me. Just slightly interesting. But yeah, he's got album sales, he's got popularity, he's got fame, he did come out and apologize for it, you know, years ago, however many years ago it was, but, you know, Morgan Wallace wasn't being racist when he said what he said. Justin Bieber, on the other hand, was on pretty much the max level of racist you can get without actually going out, burning crosses in people's yards, hanging black people, using them as slaves, and that kind of thing. That's pretty much the only step forward he could have taken, or that's the only step that he could have taken it farther to make it more racist. But then, later on down the road, ends up dating Selena Gomez, who, she's not black, but she's, you know, ethnic in some way, shape, or form. I don't know what she is, but she did, or he did. Another one that one chick from the Mandalorian ex-MMA fighter I can't think of what her name is right now now granted what she said 
as far as conservatives being shut out and silenced like Jews were in Nazi Germany. Yeah, it's a little extreme. I really wouldn't compare anything as to what's going on right now compared to the, I wouldn't compare it to the Holocaust. Is it right? What she said to an extent kind of but it should have never been taken to that extreme. But this is where the whole opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one comes into play. Because everybody has an opinion. And what kind of world are we going to live in if somebody's not entitled to it? Now, if somebody out there has a legitimately racist opinion and they act upon their opinion, as in, you know, what I just mentioned before, burning crosses in people's front yards, hanging black people, actually going to KKK rallies and that kind of stuff. Unless somebody's actually actively doing that kind of stuff, they should be entitled to their opinion, no matter how wrong it may be to the rest of the 99% of the world. I know I have opinions out there that are, at this point in time, at least compared to what people are willing to voice, I know I have the opinion of the minority. When it comes to certain things, hence why I started this podcast. Who knows, I might change my mind with a few things here and there down the road, I don't know. But, you know, this whole cancel culture business, man. I mean, it has kind of worked out for Morgan Wallace in a little bit. His album sales went through the roof after, you know, this whole controversy went down with him. But... God, if only people spent five minutes on game servers, like Call of Duty and and, and things like that. It wouldn't be for the faint of heart, I can tell you that. I mean, I still play Call of Duty, but I played a lot more back when I was younger. Younger. God, the amount of times that the N-word and other types of shit were thrown out it was insane but you sit back and think are these kids really that racist or are they just saying this shit and considering you know you really don't have a whole lot of I mean you still get it but it's not reported on a whole lot racial attacks You would think with how many people I would hear say the word, there'd be a hell of a lot more, you know, race-style attacks on people. But there isn't. Because I think it's just things that people say. And if they're going to just say it, then let them fucking say it. Grow a fucking backbone. Grow a fucking backbone. You know, I don't know when the whole sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me went out the window, but it needs to come back in, and people need to get that backbone back, because, I mean, I'll be honest, I used to be one of those people that let things that people say get to them, but then, it's like I decided to wake up one day and and not let it affect me, why, because it's just a better way to fucking live, why would you want to live in a world where you wake up every day feeling sorry for yourself because other people don't like you? I sure as hell wouldn't want to live in that world. I used to. I didn't like it. Now, 
I embrace the hate. I enjoy it. Hell, I mean... I... You know, the, the, the hate fuels me. You know, and it gets me... I don't know. It gets me to a certain point in my head where it's just like... With the way society is, the more people that hate me, I, the more I'm willing to accept myself. Because that's what it should be all about, isn't it? Accepting yourself. Not giving a fuck about what other people think. Even if they have the same opinion as you. Don't give a fuck about what they think. Don't give a fuck about what they have to say. Even if they do have a platform. Everybody should be allowed to their opinion. Everybody should be allowed to say what they want. Okay? And it's up to you whether or not you want to listen. Or if you do choose to listen, it's up to you to take that deep breath and be like, Okay. They're an asshole. At least in your eyes. They're an asshole. Then get the fuck over it. Shit like this is going to continue to go on. Over and over and over and over again. Until people stop tucking their tail between their legs. And calling out everybody on whatever the fuck bullshit they want. Because I can tell you right now, not everybody's got a fucking squeaky clean past. Now, I'm willing to put money on the fact that anybody who's called somebody out for something, they themselves have done something questionable, to say the very least. You know, let's take Cuomo, for example. Cuomo had all kinds of shit to talk about Trump. But yet, that dude's got some sexual assault allegations headed his way. And he, hopefully, will be going to court for it. You know, those kinds of people are the ones that deserve to be canceled. The one, the sexual assailants, the rapists, the ones that actually act upon the bullshit that they think about and enjoy. Those are the ones that deserve to get canceled. Anybody who's convicted of said things should all be canceled. But if they don't go beyond just saying the things or thinking the things, why the fuck should it affect your life? It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Now... Let's get into, you know, a little bit of the, you know, I'm sorry culture. Where now you got people, you know, apologizing for things that they just did. But even worse, apologizing for things that they did 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 plus years ago. For example, for one of the ones that happened a long time ago. Justin Timberlake apologizing to Britney Spears for, I don't know, cheating on her, you know, leaving her hanging high and dry when they were just practically fucking children themselves. Oh, boo fucking who? Who gives a fuck? If it really affected Britney that bad, which you never know, it might have. She ended up turning into a fucking psycho. Then that's on her. It was her choice to react the way that she did. Now, hearing about the other things that happened to her while she's, you know, a child star and being over-sexualized as a kid and stuff like that, I can understand how that might, you know, twist some fucking wires around in a bad way in somebody's head. But that's a different story compared to how a boy treated you, unless it was, like, rape. You know? Rape is obviously completely uncalled for. But when it comes to just breaking up with somebody and, 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 and petty shit like that, I mean, come on. Now, I might not have the whole story straight. But, hey, you know what? 
I'm an imperfect person in an imperfect world. Fucking judge me. I don't give a fuck. <coughs> you know, we... You know, we're saying, I'm sorry for all these things. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> they hurt me. Oh. They hurt me. I'm sorry. God. It's fucking... It's sad. It's laughable. One of the ones that actually kind of threw me for a loop was Sarah Silverman apologizing to Paris Hilton for a joke that she cracked years ago, back when Paris Hilton uh, violated her probation. Sarah Silverman. Now, this is, this is comedy gold. Comedy gold. I don't care what anybody has to say. Sarah Silverman says something along the lines that when Paris Hilton was going to go to prison or go to jail, that the the guards are going to paint the uh, bars of her jail cell like penises. That way she felt more at home. That is one hell of a joke. Degrading, yes. Shallow, yes. But that's fucking comedy. Comedy is... It's not just making fun of people and stuff like that, but it's consists, you know, it consists of it. And if it, you know, with the way Paris Hilton acted back in her day, you know, granted, she's probably more mature now. She's having a kid. She's married. You know, she might be more mature now, but back when she had her show with Nicole What's-Her-Nuts, where they went around the United States making fun of working class people practically and making fun of people that, you know, live around working class areas. Nobody batted an eye at that. Nobody's still batting an eye at that. But no. Crack one joke crack one penis joke about somebody who has a fucking porn tape of themselves out there. Oh. Oh. It's like all hell's broken loose. Now Paracel accepted her apology, of course. But it shouldn't fucking matter. She shouldn't have. Sarah Silverman shouldn't have apologized for it in the first place. I mean, for God's sakes, we had roasts for people on Comedy Central eons ago. It seems like at this point in time, you know, our former President Trump was on the fucking stage in his throne getting roasted. For God's sakes, Charlie Sheen, Alec Baldwin. I can't even think of any other ones, but there's been quite a few. And what were those roasts? They were literally the person getting roasted, sitting in a throne, surrounded by their peers, surrounded by their friends, ex-lovers, ex-co-workers, current co-workers, and they're making fun of the motherfuckers, roasting them hard things that are like truthful joking about like legitimate problems that they have like I think I remember Alec Baldwin getting called out about by his daughter for God's sakes about his alcoholism oh, that's the last person you want calling you out on one of your vices is your children but he took it it was like a baseball bat to the head but he took it but what do all these people getting roasted get to do at the end walk up with their little piece of paper, walk up to the mic, and crack jokes of their own to the people that just got done cracking jokes about them. Why? Because it's funny. 
because it's fucking funny. Now, it's going to be really upsetting if, you know, once everything opens back up, we can go back to as normal as possible. If we live in a world where comedians can't be comedians anymore because they're afraid of getting canceled, because they can't make make fun of an individual or a group of people. You know, fuck, Dave Chappelle in The Chappelle Show? Fuck me, dude. He made fun of a lot of people. A lot of people. Now, you got white celebrities getting called out for blackface they did in the past. Now, I'm not going to bitch about a black guy or a white chick doing black or whiteface ever because that shit is hilarious. Whenever Dave Chappelle acted like a white guy, that shit always had me rolling. Oh, speaking of whiteface, white chicks. Nobody fucking bad to deny it that. Well, you got, you know people I think nowadays getting all upset and offended over it now but back when White Chicks was in its prime oh my god I don't think there was a single person that didn't laugh at that shit because those two guys acted like the perfect prissy fucking White Chicks but Dave Chappelle White Face nobody you know he's not cancelled over that fuck he's got you know he's probably got more watches on Netflix than most of the shit that then that uh, then that's on there. Carlos Mencia, he would make fun of everybody as well with his show that he had. Now, granted, he got canceled for different reasons, like stealing jokes and shit like that. Which you know, if you're a content stealer and you're making money off of other people's content, okay, yeah, that's kind of deserving of being canceled. You're ruining somebody else's livelihood potentially by stealing jokes like that. If you're a co- if you're a comedian, that should just be you know like how bro code is between fr- guy friends. There should be fucking comedian code, which I'm sure there is, and that should obviously involve not stealing jokes. But Carlos Mencia made bank with his show, where he made fun of a lot of people, but he also did make fun of fucking black, uh, Mexicans too, which he's Mexican. But so did Dave Chappelle, too, with him being black and making fun of black people. You know, I know comedy isn't, you know, all making fun of people. But if if you can't fucking poke some fun at some people, God, that's fucking lame. You know, and at this point in time, in, in this world, it really doesn't even uh, seem like that. It's that individual person that needs to be offended. All it needs to be is their fans to be offended and what comes next the cancel hammer (sighs) it's crazy I don't get it who else out there is saying sorry trying to think oh well Sharon Osbourne bringing her back up because now she was forced to apologize like I agree with Pierce Morgan when it says that she when he said that she was pretty much bullied into saying I'm sorry I feel like she was too you know Sharon is somebody who I feel like she if she has an opinion she's going to stand by it unless you know she gets educated properly and then she'll you know apologize for it but I don't think I really don't think she truly thinks she was wrong defending Pierce Morgan I don't think she was wrong defending Pierce Morgan and just <laughs> people calling her racist. <laughs> yeah, she's a white woman. 
But just because just, just she's a white woman doesn't make she's, mean she's racist. Just because she's defending a guy who's being called out for being a racist, for, even though he's not racist. I don't think Pierce Morgan's racist either. You know, all he did was call out Meghan Markle for her bullshit. Which he's entitled to. He's allowed to do it. Anybody's allowed to do it. I can call out anybody for their shit, whether it's true or not. I can call them out. Why? Because the Second Amendment, or not, sorry, wow, that was bad. The First Amendment allows us to do so. Freedom of motherfucking speech, people. Just don't take it as far as acting upon the things that are wrong that you, for whatever reason, agree with. Like being a racist or being a child molester. Now, I don't agree with people being child molesters or rapists or anything like that, but I remember seeing a video a while back ago of this guy. Now, this guy is not attractive in any way, shape, or form. He has no hair on the top of his head. He's overweight. He's obese. Double arm amputee. He has fake arms. And I forget exactly what he calls himself, but he pretty much, in, in layman's terms, he's a pedophile that doesn't... He, like, he has the mentality of a pedophile. Like He likes young children like that, but he would never act upon it. Again... I'm not defending this guy. But as much as I do not agree with his mindset, as long as he's not going out there raping children, participating in watching child pornography, creating child pornography, or anything like that, as unfortunate as it may be, he is entitled to have that mindset. As wrong as, as and also as sick and disgusting as it may be, as long as he's not acting upon it, that's the biggest deal. Don't fucking act upon it. There's going to be a lot of people out there that are not going to agree with a other lot of people out there. But that's just what being a complex human is. We're all individuals, except for the ones that don't want to be an individual and they want to be like somebody else. But we are all complex individuals. Very rarely are you going to find somebody who agrees with you on all lines of any opinion about everything you have ever learned about, heard about, educated yourself about, got educated by somebody else, whatever it may be. You will literally, like, there is such a small chance that you will find somebody that agrees with you on legitimately everything that there is. Chances are you'll never find them. Because most likely they don't exist anyways. You know, the closest you'll find is being exposed to somebody who comes close to agreeing with most of everything. Even that, even, even then to me, that even seems like a stretch. Because there's so many opinions that people are able to have. It's, it's like lottery numbers. <clears throat> you know, there's so many different options out there for you know a combination for lottery numbers over 300 million to be exact now granted there's well over 300 million people in the world but people aren't lottery numbers we are far more complex than lottery numbers that are 1 through 100 or whatever the hell the numbers are 1 through 60 something maybe I don't fucking know 
70-something. Who fucking knows? Somebody knows. I don't. The best way to quote-unquote cancel somebody is you yourself not listening to them. That's the best way to do it. Because coming out and having this huge, you know, cancel platform is all it's going to do is just blow more wind over to that person and give them, you know, whether it's 15 minutes of fame or not, an extra 15 minutes of fame or not, it's still going to give them that little extra push. Like Morgan Wallace. People tried to cancel him, but he got those sales for his albums, for his songs. He blew up. So that kind of, you know, bit cancel culture in the ass. And I know that wasn't their goal to have the guy blow up. But it worked out for him. He came out and apologized for it. People didn't like the apology. I personally think he shouldn't have apologized for it. You know, the only reason it happened is because his nosy ass neighbors who don't like him recorded him from it or from whatever they did from it, whether it be from a their doorbell camera or their or their phones, whatever. You know, but some people would say, oh, well, he should have been exposed. He shouldn't be acting like that. Fucking let him act however he wants. He's not out there being a fucking active racist. And I'm willing to put a million dollars that I don't have on the fact that Morgan Wallen, Wallen, Wallace, I don't fucking even know what his name is. I'm willing to put a million dollars that I don't have that he's not racist. Even though he's a fan of the Confederate flag, he said what he said. I don't really think he's racist. I don't think he's got a racist bone in his body. Ryan Upchurch is another example. Now, he never said the N-word like Morgan Wallace, Morgan Wallen, whatever his name is, said. But, you know, Ryan Upchurch has has repped the Confederate flag fuck his whole life. There are people that get mad at him for it, but the guy is fuck. So humble, so nice, so incredibly loved by his fans. The guy is, you know, a very cool person. Now I don't know everything about him. I only know what I see and what I hear. But once again, he likes what he likes. Being a country boy, being from the South, liking the Confederate flag, but he's not a fucking racist. He's far from racist. Hell, I've been called racist many, many times because of the things that I have to say. Hell, people might call me racist for, you know, what I have to say on here. I really don't care. The way I put it is that I hate everybody and stereotype everybody equally. Because I truly believe that stereotypes exist for a reason. Because there's enough people out there of certain ethnicity, color, religion, whether whatever it might be. There's enough people out there that make that stereotype come true. Hence the stereotype. Like white people and them under-seasoning their food. Total fucking truth. White people think fucking Miracle Whip is spicy. I actually know a few white people that think Miracle Whip is fucking spicy. Call, call me a liar, I don't care. But I literally do know white people. 
that think Miracle Whip is spicy. Just like black people like their watermelon. But then again, who doesn't fucking like watermelon? If you don't like watermelon, you're a fucking alien. But that's a stereotype. And pretty much every black person will tell you that they like watermelon. But so will almost any white person. But, you know, if I were to get canceled for this podcast, for anything that I have to say, fuck, I wouldn't bat an eye at it. You know what I would do? I'd start up a new one. Re-upload the audio files that I have from the episodes that I've posted. And I'll make a new controversial as fuck podcast. Cancel me if you want. Call me whatever you want. Send me whatever hate mail you want. I really don't care. It ain't gonna affect me except for put a bigger smile on my face. I mean, so will any love I receive, but any hate I receive will have the same effect virtually. You know, I don't come on here because I want to get famous. I don't come on here because I want to make something of myself through this kind of platform. I I come on here because I just want to voice my opinion. Just like I feel like anybody should be able to. Right or wrong. Everybody's entitled to it. And I firmly believe that. You know, if I and if something comes of this, then cool. Awesome. So be it. But I sure as hell ain't going to get hurt by anybody that fucking has anything to say about me. Not, I won't shed a single tear. I won't get mad. I won't even have a hair on my neck raised about it. It just fuels me. Which it should for everybody. Anybody getting canceled out there for whatever it may be, it should do nothing but fuel them to put themselves out there more. But I think that's going to be the end of this one. If I have anything to add to it, I will later. But this is episode two of Controversial as Fuck. This is Dan signing off. Once again, we are unscripted, unsponsored, unprepped. And seriously, do not give a single fuck, single fuck. Sorry, I can't talk very well. I'm obviously not a professional. We don't give a single fuck about your feelings. Hopefully I'll drop my next episode next week. I'm not sure what it's going to be about yet. I'm not sure if I'm going gonna, gonna to have anybody on, but we'll see how it goes. But until then, I'm looking forward to pissing you off again. See you.